Did you recognise the distress signal SOS? It is actually what is called a pro sign in Morse code, not the individual letters, which would be separated by a space when transmitted as text. In the 1830s, a successful American artist and inventor, Samuel Morse, came up with the idea of a code to transmit messages on the new electric telegraph, which he had recently invented. Originally, his idea was to use only numerals, which would then be converted to letters using a code book. The message would be received to be read at the other end from indentations on a paper tape. The code was soon expanded by his colleague, Alfred Vail, in 1840, to include letters and special characters, so it could be used more generally. Vale estimated the frequency of use of letters in the English language by counting the movable type he found in the typecases of a local newspaper. First used in 1844, this code became known as Morse Landline Code or American Morse Code and used combinations of dots and dashes with the dots for the most frequently used letters. Telegraph operators soon learned they could translate the clicks from the receiver directly into dots and dashes and write these down by hand, making the paper tape unnecessary. It was later found that people became more proficient at receiving Morse code when it is taught as a language that is heard instead of one read from a page. A more refined form of Morse code proposed by a German, Friedrich Clemens Gerke, in 1848, became known as the Hamburg alphabet, and was the basis for the International Morse Code adopted in 1865. In the 1890s, Morse Code began to be used extensively for early radio communication before it was possible to transmit voice. The dots and dashes were sent as short and long tone pulses. In the late 19th and early 20th century, most high-speed international communication used Morse Code on telegraph lines, undersea cables and radio circuits. In 1910, the US Navy experimented with sending Morse from an airplane, but there was as yet no radio system on pioneering flights such as that of Charles Lindbergh from New York to Paris in 1927. But on the first float from, flight from California to Australia the following year, the Southern Cross did have a radio operator, James Warner, as one of the four crewmen. Radio telegraphy using Morse code was vital during World War II, especially to carry messages between warships and naval bases. The SOS Morse ProSign was used as an international distress signal for ships at sea until 1999, when it was replaced by the satellite and radio Global Maritime Distress and Safety System. Although communication by Morse code has been superseded by modern technologies in the internet, it has been used in assistive technology, helping people with a variety of disabilities to communicate. For example, Android operating systems 5.0 and higher allow users to input text using Morse code as an alternative to a keypad. Mm. Although it was being phased out from general use, Morse code was instrumental in two amazing military operations to communicate a secret message. During the Vietnam War, an American airman, Jeremiah Denton, and his crew were held as prisoners by the North Vietnamese. When Denton was being interviewed by them for a propaganda film in 1966, he pretended to be blinded by the lights and used Morse code to, bring, to blink out the letters T-O-R-T-U-R-E. It was the first confirmation the Americans had that their servicemen were being tortured. 
In 2010, Morse code was used to get a message to Colombian soldiers kidnapped by rebels. A colonel who was retiring called on, of all people, an expat advertising man telling him that the army needed to get a message through somehow to the hostages. The ad man, Juan Carlos Ortiz, came up with the ingenious idea of incorporating a Morse code message into a song. He assembled a team to write a song into which they subtly inserted the message, 19 people rescued, you are next, don't lose hope, which was tapped out by the percussion. The song, titled Better Days, sounded like a dance track and was broadcast repeatedly on government radio. Luckily, the only station operating in the area held by the rebels. The soldiers had learnt Morse code as part of their training and they gambled that the guerrillas had not. The army appealed directly to the rebels to permit the prisoners to listen to the radio. Communicating with hostages via radio was common in Colombia, allowing families to keep in occasional contact with their loved ones via special call-ins. Even the rebels enjoyed the music without realising its hidden message, but of the few of the prisoners understood and passed it along. There are other less sensational stories about people being rescued by flashing a torch or reflecting light from a mirror to signal distress using the universally recognised but now unofficial ProSign SOS. You never know when you might need it.